Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Big Rod the Champs podcast. It's a beautiful day this morning, I'll tell you. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping. How's everybody doing today? I pause and wait for a response. Uh huh, uh huh. Oh, really? Uh huh, uh huh. Oh, that bad, eh? To shreds, you say. That's a Futurama reference. I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, I mean, you either get the reference, or if you don't, you're like, I don't give a fuck, you know? Like, uh, why is this guy telling me these references? I mean, shit. I was doing some online shopping this morning. I was trying to get as much done this morning as possible. Did some school work. Did some boxing. And uh, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. Today I did a lesson called Work the Body, where I worked the body, throwing shots to the body. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, so um, I got all these fucking bottles of booze that have been piling up. I got to take them in and fucking return them. See, the thing is, I don't drink enough for this to be viable. Like, this is like two years worth. And I got fucking $10 worth of fucking shit. But I'm going to spend probably over an hour. You know, not to mention having gross bottles in my fucking basement. Which I do not have extra space. It's just not viable. But, whatever. It is what it is. So, if you guys hear a sound of clanking around. That's the fucking booze bottles filling up this vehicle. But anyway, remember when we used to be able to take pop bottles back? Wasn't that a great time? Because when you're a kid, you know, it's like, fuck, a few cents means a lot, you know? Because, like, your only expense is fucking wet candy. So you're like, uh, you know, you, you find some fucking bottles or cans somewhere, and then you go and return them, and you get some fucking pocket change, and you're, like, all excited as shit. Oh, man, yeah, and at the IGA, they had, like, a machine that did it, which is really exciting. There weren't a lot of machines when I was growing up, you see. I saw a car once when I was a kid, and now they're everywhere. That's a Shawshank Redemption reference. Fuck, Brooks Hanlon when he gets into jail. I think it's hilarious how he thought back then that was, uh, and it was for him. I mean, that was, uh, the world got itself in a great big hurry. Like, that was everybody rushing and not taking time. You know, because there's like 12 vehicles in the world instead of the one that he remembers. And they all do upwards of fucking 30 kilometers an hour. (laughs) Oh, shit. But anyway, that's uh, neither here nor there. That's an expression I like to use when I forget what I'm talking about. I remember when me and my buddies, we we all pooled our resources. piled all our, we were little kids, and we, 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 we bought a bunch of Skittles, and we poured them all into this dirty old baseball cap we had, because that's what you did at the time, uh, as was customary, <laughs> and then we just fucking, kept, we just squatted down like, you know, like slobs do, flat foot squat, and we just ate and ate and ate, and I only remember this because I got so fucking sick after eating so many goddamn Skittles on a hot ass fucking day. And then, uh, years later, I remember, uh, this, uh, on an unrelated note, but similar situation, me and my buddies, uh, did some special on Timbit, so we bought two 65 packs, I think 65 is the biggest pack you could get, 
and we just sat there going freaking timbit for timbit uh, until we fucking we were all sick. And uh, you know, I'd like to say you know that's some silly shit you do when you're a kid, but I still do that shit. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Every once in a while, you just gotta do it. You just gotta go eat way too much. Ah, oh, fuck, I'm getting a ball here. All right, I'm gonna sign off for now, guys. I love you. I'll be back shortly. Be well. And we're back. How's everybody doing? I hope I didn't leave you too long. I uh, I just got a call in the middle of the last segment. So, where was I? I was, oh yeah, I was, I was shopping online this morning and I see this fucking shit and this just kills me every time I see it. Free in-store pickup. Like, as opposed to what? You charge admission to come in the store to get something? Like, it's just, <laughs> it makes me so fucking mad. Like, you have a limited amount of space on your fucking app. I'm, I'm using a phone and it's like, you're, you got the room to put free in-store pickup. How fucking stupid do you think people are? Oh my god, now I can pick things up for free? It doesn't cost anything anymore? That's super duper, man. Like, what the fuck is that? I, I don't know. Or it's like people have these giant bins where they're scrap, and it's like free scrap drop-off. Like, free scrap drop-off. Like, it's that, the, especially with the price of scrap what it is now. Like, you have the right to, or like, you know, I'm giving you the opportunity to come to me and give me your fucking money. Free money drop off. Like, what the, I don't know. I, I just, I guess with scrap metal, it's like if you have no means to get to the scrap yard. I don't understand how you're getting to this fucking scrap bin. Like, obviously, you have a means of transporting fucking metal unless you live inside the scrap bin. And then uh, I promise you one thing, people who live inside dumpsters don't throw away scrap metal and give away money. I, I promise you that. <laughs> so obviously you had to transport it to that fucking bin. Why the fuck don't you just do a goddamn scrap run? I don't know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, free in-store pickup. Jeez, wow. This is great. You, you, you do that for us. Yeah, I uh, just reviewed my whole list of uh, talking points. One of them, I think I went over all these, but one of them was... <clears throat> you'll become a dick eventually, but you won't care. I think what I meant was like, as you're growing up, you see like older people as dickheads or whatever in general there's exceptions to all this but then you're like i'm not gonna be a dickhead and then as you get older you get more of it you become more and more it's a slow process for most you become more and more of a dick and then eventually you stop giving a flying fuck and you realize it's like oh no it's easy to be a dick you stop giving a shit i think that's what i was thinking with that i don't know is it inevitable do we all have to be dicks 
I still meet old people that are nice fucking people that are happy, that aren't bitter and miserable. Like, I, I, uh, so I have to disagree. Maybe I'm misunderstanding the point I was trying to make. Uh, that's the thing, that the, the person that writes these down is not always the person who reads them. I mean, technically, it's me, but it's like these are different versions of me, right? So I'm communicating with a different guy. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it gets a little bit confusing. I, I can only write down so much, right? There's only, it's just like, these are like, it's an app I use. And it's also an app I use for my to-do list and an app I use for shopping. So every time I go to enter an item into shopping or to-do or the many, many, many shopping lists or the many to-do lists for work, home, and everywhere else, the um, autocomplete suggestions go off shit I've written before. So I get some really fucking bizarre shit because I'm constantly writing down notes of uh, shit I want to talk about so I don't draw a blank. I'm not just like, uh, you know, like dead air. Has that ever happened? Well, see, the thing is, is I, that, that's that's just it. I will keep talking even if I have nothing to say. Um, as you guys know, or I'll just fill it in with, um, and yeah, uh, yeah, uh, ha, yeah. If you could just go ahead and actually, I don't understand. Why can't you guys, I, I already put the fucking blame on you guys, you people, <laughs> whoever's left out there. Oh, fuck, to, uh, to give me some freaking shit. I just watched that movie, She's Gotta Have It, with Spike Lee. It is fucking awful. I'm just gonna say, I love Spike Lee. I love a good Spike Lee joint as much as anyone else. Like, Do the Right Thing, absolutely phenomenal movie. I loved it. One of my faves. It's very, uh, very, it, it was, uh, about a, you know, some cops beating a black guy to death by, uh, putting him in a chokehold and killing him. Uh, that was, uh, you know, that's always a popular topic, <laughs> Fuck. but, uh, I don't know. It's just like, you know, when you're in a little neighborhood, just like, it's like people are like, oh, the city, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, that's always fun to, to talk shit about the city or talk shit about small towns. But the truth is, it's just, they're just groups of people I and mean, people are fucking people. You put them in a congested area or you put them in a group of like, you know, it's just people react the same fucking way every fucking place in the goddamn world. There's human behavior. The differences are fucking trivial. Um, but anyway, neighborhoods are just like little towns, little communities. And, um, I don't know, I find, I find it interesting. And it's all about, uh, that, that movie, Do the Right Thing, is all about like, just racism and fucking... Well, it's about... It gets too hot, you know, and people and people are just getting uh, really upset. You know, it gets hot, like climate-wise. You know, it's a it's a social commentary on global warming, which is a myth. Remember, like uh, global warming became like this political thing where you either believed in it or didn't. That that used to be an absurd thing. Now that's like everything. Don't even fucking let's not even go there. <laughs> Everything's up for fucking debate. Everything's, uh, you just take a stand on it now. Oh, fuck. If you guys are looking to watch them, uh, I didn't even finish it, but my boy Ronnie Chung, I would have loved him anyway just because he's fucking Chinese and his name's Ronnie. Um, but he's fucking hilarious. He's got a new Netflix special. His last one's fucking great. I haven't finished the first one. Uh, sorry, this, this current, this newest one, but it's really good. He's just talking about really stupid fucking people demanding fucking evidence and uh <laughs> I don't know. 
it's uh it's, it's he's he's a funny guy he's really a uh, clever clever guy I was also watching um ah fuck I can't remember what the hell it's called this documentary about like they they reopen like I it seems like it's a GM plan I assume it's in Detroit because I just assume like any automotive place I just assume is in Detroit if it's in the U.S. um and um Okay, does, can anyone explain to me why people say Detroit? That it makes me so fucking mad. It's so fucking stupid. You know, like if you had a void check, would you say void? I stared into the void. I, I, I can't fuck. I mean, there's a million exceptions. There's so many damn exceptions to every rule in English. But I just don't understand who was reading the word Detroit and, and saying Detroit. John Voyet. Um, you know what I mean? It's it's just it seems like something you could avoid saying. Or not even, I, I don't know who would come up with that. Uh, you know, like, were they high on drugs or steroids? Uh, I, I, I can't think of a, can you think of a single example where you would pronounce those letters like that? Uh, anyway, if anyone wants to write me in, or no, you have to do that one auditorily, so leave me a message. Use the Anchor app, just download the Anchor app, and then you can talk any shit you want, and I'll put it on fucking, on this show. It's a lot of pressure, though, because... Including yourself, me, and, uh, well, I don't always listen to the show. <laughs> I just talk. And, uh, you might have up to three people listening to your shit, so make sure you, uh, make sure you're politically correct. Um, anyway, to, to summarize what I was trying to talk about in the review section was Ronnie Chung, fucking great. I haven't even finished the damn thing, but I, I, it's, it's great. Both both of the specials, she's got to have it. Both suck. I haven't seen the new one. They did a remake. It's like of all the Spike Lee joints to remake, why not remake one of those great movies? Like fuck, like he got game or freaking yeah, do the right thing. I mean, it's just, she's got to have it. It's fucking terrible. It's just some chick who bangs some dudes. That's it. I just I just summarized the whole movie. That saved you guys tons of time. Ah, oh, shit, whatever. What are you gonna do? It's all artsy and shit, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm not artsy enough. Maybe I don't. You know what's a good movie that's real fucking artsy and shit like that? Is, uh, Bronson. Bronson's one of the best movies ever. It's all fucking artsy. It's just, just to clarify that I'm not just against something because it's all fucking artsy and fancy like that. Anyway, I gotta go into work, so I'm going to uh, leave you guys now. And, uh,. Hopefully I have more to say when I come back. I love you all. Be well. And we're back. Welcome back to another edition of Big Run the Champs podcast. I did record a segment this morning, but it fucking sucked. I was so fucking uh, unimpressed and dissatisfied that I fucking deleted it off the face of the earth. Adam, what are you gonna do? You know, uh, I only, I, I, you know what? You guys deserve nothing but the best. Anyone who's less li- left listening, you deserve nothing but the best. Your best is an idiot. I think that's a line from Futurama. Uh, anyway. So, uh, what's new in the news today? I would never fucking watch the news in my life. Uh, I never fucking will. More than enough people report the fucking news to me, and, uh, yeah, it's just all fucking, it's mostly bullshit, fear-mongering, fucking horse shit. It's, uh, you know, 
It's like when, when, I, when I go to a, like a fucking a customer's house, especially white trash people, not to single out any fucking group of people, but for some reason they always talk about uh, car accidents and cancer are their two favorite go-tos. Like, I've never met this person in my fucking life and within the first sentence of meeting them, they're telling me about people in their family who have cancer or any car accidents that have occurred. For some fucking reason, because like it's it's a it's a headline that just grabs people's attention and emotions. It's just a winner. I I know tons of people who've had cancer, and uh, I've, I've known a lot of car accidents. I've been in a lot of car accidents. I um, I mean I don't I, I, I can talk about it, but I, I just don't see that as a fucking conversation opener with a stranger. I mean, unless you're in a fucking support group for people with fucking cancer or, or car accidents or whatever. But it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. They all, it's also like a forgiveness thing. Like, you go to someone's house, it's completely fucking trashed. You know, it's, it's never been cleaned in two fucking, at least two decades. There's cobwebs. It's filthy as fuck. Now, I don't have it in my heart to judge because I've lived in fucking shittier places. And, and, you know, it is what it is for whatever fucking reason. Unless the person's a fucking cunt, then I start, then I start looking at them with the judgmental eyeballs. Um... But, I mean, that's mostly just because they're being fucking cunts. But, I mean, if someone's house is fucked, it's like, whatever. You know, it is what it is. It's like me. I, I look at more as, like, my, my house could be clean. My brain's a fucking mess. Usually they're one and the same. Uh, I don't want to preach too much that I don't practice. But if, if your fucking place is a mess and every, everywhere you are is a fucking jumbled mess, your head's probably a mess, too. And vice versa. The, the two go hand in fucking hand. Because it's like I've worked in a lot of fucking stores over the years. And an old-timer once on a night shift told me, he's like, if the back of your shelves are a fucking mess, it always comes through. This is a metaphor. I don't know if you guys are picking up on it. Because uh, you make the front of the shelf, like the, the face of the shelf, whatever, you make it look all pretty. But if it's all fucking mixed up and a, a huge fucking mess in the back rows and shit of, that, of those shelves, those grocery shelves or whatever, it'll always come through. You gotta fucking clean, you gotta gut the whole fucking place, top to bottom, front to back, and it all starts in the goddamn warehouse. If your warehouse is a fucking mess, again, that will always come through. You cannot have a fucking disorganized fucking shit pile of a mess. Uh, I don't know. See, the thing is, in the grocery business, it's, uh, you've got to deal with a lot of worse shit because you have food involved, so you're always gonna have fucking rats, you're always gonna have expiring product, you're gonna deal with some nasty shit. The, the fucking upside to that is you're forced to deal with it. You have to deal with that shit. Um, you can't just fucking let it sit there for decades. But anyway, um, so speaking of decades of fucking disgusting filth, People, I remember this one. <laughs> this one lady's like, uh, this place is completely trash. We're struggling, like absolute fucking hell. We're going through hell, and and, and um, it's one of these math problems. I remember learning as a kid where something will fit sideways and something will fit upright. This was a freezer. However, the distance from one corner on one side to the opposite side corner is longer than its height. So on a low ceiling with no clearance, you can't stand the fucking thing up. <laughs> so, it was quite a fucking, and all the joist spaces were filled. Sometimes you can ram it up into a joist and ram that top corner up and then fucking whatever. 
this person did not understand. And now I understand not everybody's that great at fucking space, uh, judging like spatial, whatever, spatial awareness and this and that. But some people are so unfucking believably bad at it. And I just want, I just want to be able to put on, not permanently get stuck in there, but just be able to look through their fucking view, and and um, and see what they're seeing. Like, does everything every day look like a fucking funhouse mirror? Like, what the fuck are you seeing that you just don't know the difference in size and shape of anything? Like, I mean, I mean, I I, I know some people, like, even myself, I, I, I hate fucking patting myself on the back. It's such a cringy fucking thing to do. Because I'm fucking so bad. We're all most bad at most fucking things. But one thing I have adapted because of the fucking work I've done for so long is I can eyeball... Like doorways, I can tell you within like a fucking centimeter or half an inch how big that doorway is. That's just a thing I developed out of necessity. Um, you know, like I, I've, I've met people that are just so fucking insane. They can see just such a precise. They have such trained fucking eyes. They can see just like to like millimeters, like the exact size of every single fucking thing. Now it, it's a combination of a natural fucking ability, but it's also you, you train your fucking eyes. Um, but anyway, this is not my point whatsoever. My point was that uh, of course this lady, she didn't open with the car accident thing, but she came down and she was like, oh, my, my son was in a bad car accident yesterday and he rode his whole car off. So, you know, that's why, you know, I haven't had time to, to clean up and blah, blah. It's just like, dude, nobody need, like, I don't need any fucking excuse. Right now I'm just struggling with the fucking math problem and that's getting this fucking thing. Uh, I just want to get this fucking job done. But it's just like, I honestly am not even paying attention to how trashed your house is, but now looking around because you brought it to my attention. Um, so your son got in a car accident last night and you haven't cleaned your house for 20 fucking years. Like, did a psychic fucking, did you visit a gypsy psychic that told you, like, you know, don't clean your house, don't waste any energy, you're going to need it because your son's going to get in a really bad fucking car accident in 20 years. It's like... I, I just, I don't give a fuck. You don't owe me an explanation. I mean, I'm just a fucking blue-collar schlub. I don't have it in my heart to judge. Actually, one of my favorite fucking things, and if I lose this, I'm, I'm fucking, I, I'll be really, really disappointed with myself, is my ability not to judge, but to not fucking judge. To look at people without fucking judgment. That's one thing I, I'm very, very fucking proud of. And it's like, I... I shouldn't even judge this person for fucking this bullshit. I, I actually just find it very fucking amusing. <laughs> it's just like, I'm not judging you because your house is fucking trashed. Or I'm, I'm judging you because you come at me with this bullshit about your son in a car accident. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll tell you, I've been in a, I've been in a lot of car accidents. My mom's house was clean the whole fucking time. <laughs> and, like, and if she were worth for, for whatever fretting and stressing about it, she'd probably clean her house even fucking more. But I, I guarantee it wouldn't affect the fucking cleanliness of her house. Certainly not to this goddamn extent. But again, going back to what I said, usually a, uh, a fucking trashed house is a sign of somebody who's fucked in the head or somebody become fucked in the head being surrounded by a trash fucking house like all that fucking mess you can get used to it but no matter what there's some part of your brain that's like this is fucked this is fucked this is fucked um you know so i i'm not really sure what the fuck i was saying or if i said it or unsaid it i i, I feel like i'm always talking out of both sides of my fucking mouth um I, I, it's two of my best friends ever. Actually, him and him and his missus are both 
some of my best friends of all time, they, they were uh, talking and he was saying, uh, you know, you should clean your car, it's your property, you should take care of it. And she was saying, well, it's my fucking car, so like, if I haven't cleaned it yet, it's my fucking car. And I love the freedom of knowing it's mine, I don't have to fucking stress about it. If it's a little bit messy sometimes, it's my own fucking personal space, so fuck off. Like, well, she didn't say fuck off, but I had to bet it. <laughs> but the thing is, is I agree with both of them. Like, I really fucking do. Like, I think you should take care of your shit, but you should also fucking, you know, be able to decide whether or not you want to fucking clean up your shit. Like, you know, sometimes, if nothing's greater than, yeah, cleaning up your, sorting your fucking shit out. But sometimes the feeling of just being like, you know what? It's my fucking shit, and I'll fucking leave it a goddamn fucking mess, because it's mine. You know, that's why so much of so much of what we don't get done is the shit for ourselves. Because most of us will get everyone else's shit done first, and we especially get shit done that we're doing for work. Because that's just the way we've been conditioned to do the shit for everyone else first, and to do always fucking do our job first, do what we're getting paid for first. Um, and that's just the way it goes, you know. Um, uh, but it's not necessarily a fucking bad thing. You know, it's not always, I mean, I mean, like, fuck. Again, I feel like I could fucking argue both goddamn fucking points. This is the thing, you don't have to fucking pick a side. Like I'm saying, I'm on both sides of the fence in most fucking arguments. And we're all on fucking both sides one way or the other usually. There's very few things you're 100% black or white. Uh, you know, you're 100% one or the other. It's, or, I mean... <clears throat> You know, I, uh, I'm losing my fucking thoughts here. Let me, uh, take, let me take a second to gather my head. Oh, fuck, I think I said this yesterday, but I was watching that Ronnie Chung fucking, um, documentary, or not documentary, his fucking comedy special. It's fucking hilarious. He's talking about racism and shit, and he's talking about, he's just talking about really fucking stupid people, and I'm laughing, I'm like, ah, yeah, you stupid fucks. And then, uh, <laughs> It's fun to laugh at people, but then he's like, "Yo, how many people who've peaked in high school?" I can't do his Chinese accent, but I don't, I don't feel any shame in doing it because this guy attacked me directly. He's like, "How many people who peaked in high school, underachievers, whatever? These stupid fucks—they all have podcasts now." I'm like, "You had to go there, man. You fucking had to go there. You fucking asshole." <laughs> oh fuck. You know what? Um, it's like Joe Rogan, man. Like, hey, fuck. This guy's like, you know, you go and I can't do his voice right now, but it's like some guys, they don't have a goal. They go in like the gym and they're, you know, lifting weights and they're hitting the bag and it's like, they don't have a goal. And it's like, fuck you. Why you gotta attack me personally? My goal is to go to the fucking gym, lift weights, and hit the fucking boxing bag. Why the fuck? Like, fuck you. <laughs> I have other goals outside of that. But well, fucking my goals in the gym every single day is to come out fucking stronger and better and more with more endurance and uh, the fucking hitting of the bag. It's not just cardio. It's, a, it's an essential part of my fucking day. Why the fuck you got to attack my personal fucking routine? And it's Ronnie Chung guy, man. It's my fellow Ronnie. Turn it on me. Fuck. Not cool. I'm just joking. Nah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Actually, I make a point to, uh, I don't know... Um, to try to point out how I can give out advice with absolutely no fucking knowledge. Like, I'll speak on subjects I know a lot about, but I can give you guys advice. I can fucking deem myself an authority on fucking anything without any repercussions. 
or very little to no repercussions without any having any fucking credentials or authority on any topic. I just want to make that clear. I can't fucking stress that enough. <laughs> oh shit. I think it's uh, I think it's important to remember that. But it's also there's some real beauty in that, you know, because people get a voice. That's the fucking that's the, the downside of everybody getting a voice. You gotta listen to some dumb fucking ass motherfuckers. Or not just dumb ass motherfuckers, but people who they gain confidence in one area and they apply that confidence to places where they have not put in the fucking effort at all to learn it. And that that is one fucking thing that drives me goddamn nuts. And I know I'm guilty of it, and I know we all fucking do it, but uh Oh my god, the, the amount of people I meet throughout my life that are fucking deem themselves experts on everything, the amount of people who can never done your job or anything even remotely like it that will happily and so fucking aggressively, without a doubt in their mind, tell you how to do your fucking job, tell you how to live your entire life. People like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like there was a, I, I feel like I said all this and I don't give a fuck. Uh, I've also said that, oh I've said this before and I don't give a fuck and I don't give a fuck about that either so you see I'm in this uh <laughs> wait was I trying to make a point I checked it uh, uh who fucking knows I was trying to make a point man what was it this cat feel or no this cat makes her feel pain ah fuck I was trying to do the I was trying to do I just watched Reservoir Dogs that fucking uh, that opening bit was fantastic that whole movie is fantastic uh I never realized how low budget it was like they were talking about it in the making of the movie. That, that, those are some people I actually enjoy listening to when they're talking about making their shit. Most, like, special features or featurettes or whatever, like, people talking about how they made a movie or any fucking awards ceremony. Unless fucking some motherfuckers get slapped. <laughs> some trauma. I mean, it's just so fucking pathetic. This self-congratulatory jerk-off session. It's so fucking stupid. These people who just get so more credit than anyone on the planet for what they fucking do. Everyone patting themselves on the back and jerking each other off. Anyway, there's that, but there's also um, a lot of uh, people who made shit that's very interesting. And they have a lot of interesting fucking shit to say. Um, actually, one of the special features was they actually had uh, like this guy who was a fucking heist man um, critique the fucking movie. <laughs> He's like, what? Uh, Reservoir dies. Like, what, what? What the fuck's going on with these guys in the fucking suits? <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, I think he was talking about hooping shit up his ass. You know, using your prison pocket. Don't know about that. Um, oh fuck! I just got a great story. I don't know. Uh, I guess. Nah, it's not my story. The, to, to, to try to cut a long, a really, really good story short, uh, some fucking dickhead hit my buddy this car and then my buddy chased him fucking down and it was a long fucking saga and then finally they brought him in and uh it turned out the car was stolen this guy had tons of fucking crack up his crack <laughs> uh crack like crack up his ass um <laughs> i don't know so i mean his fucking shitty situation turned out uh it turned out pretty great i guess uh because I think there was a bunch of warrants. That guy was like a horrible, violent criminal. And uh, yeah, he ended up getting brought to justice because he hit my buddy. And then, uh, I don't know, my, 
buddy's a really good guy, but he's, he takes really, he's one of those guys that takes really, really good care of his vehicles. So, I mean, I don't know. I wish I could tell that fucking whole story, but I know I'd fuck it up. Uh, it's one of the, I, I wasn't there, but I, my buddy's such a good storyteller. Some of my buddies are such amazing storytellers. Like, I have such vivid, clear memories of stories they've told me like I was fucking there. More so than, like, a movie I've seen, just because it was so fucking good. Like, just a story over the phone or, or like, you know, like, in person or whatever. It's just, like, it, I don't know, it's, uh, it's such a great thing that, that, well, I mean, that's what predates all of our fucking, uh, electronics and media and shit just sitting around telling fucking stories. That's all we had. You fucking worked, and then you fucking did all your home choring, and, and then you fucking uh, sat around telling stories. You know, and that's essentially what I'm doing now, just talking shit. And uh, I think that's fucking wonderful, you know, especially when you're, like, sitting around a fire, because that, like, engages something, like, way, way back in your fucking brain. Actually, I was boxing the other day. I, I was talking about this the other day where you're... Like, sometimes, someone asked me to program something or do something, uh, it was an adjustable bed, and I was like, honestly, I couldn't tell you how to do it, I don't even know if I know how to do it, all I can do is crawl under there, and let my hands do the shit, and sometimes, it works, but I have to just rely on my hands, the muscle memory of my hands doing the shit, like, I was asking someone, like, how the fuck, I don't know how anyone could do... Like, I understand, like, working on wires and pipes and, and, and getting really fucking stressed out and not knowing what the fuck I'm doing, because I've had a lot of fucking disasters. Um, I couldn't imagine working on a goddamn person, like, working inside a person's fucking mouth, like a dentist, or working inside someone's head, like a psychiatrist, working inside someone's body, like, so I've had multiple surgeries, and I'm just, like, so fucking baffled. But then I was talking to people doing, like, field surgery, like, uh, military surgeons or whatever, and it's just like, how the fuck could you work in those conditions? Like, I find hospitals way too fucking stressful. I mean, anytime I'm in a hospital, I'm usually happy to be there because I'm just, like, I'm desperate for attention. But moreover, <laughs> medical attention. I know, I, I appreciate even even really shitty fucking service from anyone in the medical field. I'm so grateful to have because I know what it's like not to have it. But anyway, I find the fucking environment extremely fucking stressful for many, many factors. Um, and getting worse, of course, for whatever we won't get into uh, how the fuck are people performing surgery on a goddamn battlefield on a fucking like I, I just I couldn't even fucking imagine that like, and it's just like I, I was talking to this guy about it and he's like your hands do the work you uh, you just you block everything out you just you learn how to do everything in your fucking sleep because you almost have to I was going to use the term literally, but the world, that word is soiled. You almost have to do things in your fucking sleep because your brain will go somewhere else and you'll be fucking working to complete exhaustion. Now, I understand in the military, in certain circumstances, in certain areas, you have to work while you're totally fucked. But why the fuck are doctors worked so hard? Why are nurses worked so fucking hard? What the fuck about that job thinks that they should be pushed so fucking hard? It's, it's, it, it, yeah, I don't know. I think that's absolutely wrong. Um, I mean, what the fuck? But it is what it is. I mean, most people are overworked anyway, but in the case where it's, it's like every military disaster was caused by people being way fucking overworked and then fucking up. And it's like... How many times does that need to fucking happen? Like, why why the fuck do we keep doing this? I don't know. 
Like, I like working a lot. I like working, I like pushing myself and shit, but I like doing it on my own fucking terms, not because I fucking have to. And if I fuck up, I'm not gonna kill people. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna let people's health and, I don't put people's lives at risk. I mean, well, I mean, with gas and shit, yeah, you definitely blow some fuckers up or burn some shit down. But again, that's one of those situations where it's like my hands just do the fucking work and we'll, uh, I've never had a fucking gas leak. I've had a lot of plumbing disasters. I mean, I've had gas, like, issues. <laughs> that was like almost a fart joke. But, like, I've never left a leaking pipe. I've had a defective fucking union. Um, don't get me started on unions. No, I mean, like, the joint, um, like, the fitting on a pipe. And, uh, oh, fuck, I could talk about gas pipes for fucking hours. <laughs> I just think of a Hank Hill quote. I could talk about screws for hours, or I could spend a whole afternoon talking about hammers and nails. I've done it. Oh, that's not even a good uh, impression. But you get the sentiment. <laughs> he was so upset in this situation that he had to cut off a fucking conversation about hardware. Uh, but anyway, another thing I'm fascinated by is, uh, I, I, is intergenerational um, shit. I thought it was nonsense at first, but like just things that are passed along in your genetics, like shit you learn in a lifetime. You just know how to do without even thinking. It's just like fucking muscle memory. But I feel like there'd also be shit that if generations before you did that you would just have kind of built into you. I mean, that's undeniable. But to what extent, I'm gonna have to get into this uh, another time. I do have a, quite a bit to say about it, but I gotta get into work. Anyway, te quiero mucho. Dos días este regalo. Adios. I don't know if I got that right. Anyway, take care of Mocho.